0: Welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker, and youth leader, Tom French. Happy 23rd birthday, Tom. Happy birthday, Chris. What a day. How are you doing?
1: Uh, look, I'm doing great. It's good to be on
0: holidays. And having chats. Sure is. Um, Tom, I'm not here this week. What's going on? <laughs> you're not.
1: You, but I you're am here. off running. Yeah, it's, it's the magic of uh, pre recording things, Chris.
0: Wait, are you saying that when I asked how you were doing, the reason it hadn't changed much since the last time I asked is because it's only it's less than an hour since the last time I asked you that at the beginning yep, of the last podcast? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, we're recording
1: this exact same time as we recorded episode twenty-two, Chris.
0: Great. Well, how was youth group last week, Tom?
1: (laughs) Didn't have youth group, Chris. Oh Oh, no, I did. No, I did. But we just talked about that for our longest show ever, so we don't have to talk about it again.
0: Do we? Do we have a guest, Tom?
1: Well, the fact that you're hearing this, uh, listener, uh, it means we do have a guest. We have a mystery guest because one of you emailed in and wanted to be on the show. And so, I recorded a podcast with you, and uh, and uh, it's gonna, it's good. I don't know who you are. I don't know where you're from. But I don't know to, you're out there somewhere.
0: I've got to say, Tom, and, this might yeah. be our most confusing introduction. <laughs> uh, I mean, I was going to say, I hope we don't have any new listeners. I hope we have lots of new listeners. If you're listening Thousands. for the first time, welcome. Usually, it's slightly less chaotic than this in the first few minutes. Is that fair to say, Tom?
1: Fair to say. Fair to say. Well, Anyway, Chris, would you like to hear the interview with with this mystery guest? Would you? I too would like to hear it. So let's hear it. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, And this is our interview with President Joe Biden and his youth group. No, I don't know. Look, here they are. (laughs) I, I should redo that joke, but I
0: won't. Are we still are we still recording? What's going on?
1: I'm not sure. Leave
0: it in. Leave it all in.
1: And we'll have a a transition sound now. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: Well, hello everyone. You will be pleased to know that we did find a guest. We have James Beaver, who is the youth pastor at Campbell Street Baptist Church in Balmain. Not Baptist Presbyterian. I can't whenever I thought about it, I added Baptist for some reason. I told my wife before, I was like, she's like, who have you got to interview? And I was like, oh, he's from Campbell Street Baptist Church, which is Presbyterian. No, it's not. It's just, they're just Presbyterian. Anyway, <laughs> here's the youth youth, past, youth and young adults pastor there. Um, James, right.
2: welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast. Tom, thank you for having me on board today. This is <laughs> great. I just put a quick comment on your podcast saying, you know what? Sure, I'd be willing to. And you jumped at it. and. <laughs> I was actually a bit startled by that, but um, I'm really pleased to be yeah. on it. I've been so thankful for just what you guys have discussed and been helpful for me.
1: Well, it took a while to shift through all like ten thousand emails we got from all our <laughs> listeners who wanted to join in. <laughs> it's it, global people were like it's a dream come true to to listen to talk to you guys, and I was like, no, nah, got to go with
2: James. So. <laughs> That's great. I'm pleased I got got filtered through the process and made it on. <laughs>
1: You are the you are the only one who is so um, it's
2: (laughs) that's great that's great. Um,
1: So James, uh, you have been in this role just just this year, is Uh that right?
2: Yeah, that's right. So just started started mid January, and it has been it's been a ride, but it's yeah, it's been good. It's been good. So very fresh, even though I feel like for years I have been thinking about when I thought about ministry, I thought you know what, it'd be great to do youth. But just also all the ideas I've ever had about ministry are probably being youth or related. And so I'm excited to actually be in a yep. role to be able to do them, execute them, go for it.
1: <laughs> so um, what were you doing before you got this role?
2: Yeah, so I was actually in design before, graphic design. I worked at a media mm-hmm. agency in the city for a while there and then went to college yeah, here in Sydney and um I yeah, did that for a few years, did my masters there and then straight out now here I am at um yeah at Campbell yeah, Street. Not a Baptist church, but yeah Prezi Church here in Balmain. <laughs> <laughs> which has been great. Um a good team here and um yeah. They've really just given it over. They've gone, here's the youth, go for it And that's um that's been a blessing. And
1: and were you you went in the church before you got this role? No, it this wasn't is...
2: actually. Yeah, no, we were at a very different church out west in Sydney. So, was it Baptist? It was pretty close. So maybe that's what you're channeling there, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, but um, it was an independent church. But um, it was, yeah, it was a good one. It's a good one. Very different to where I'm at yeah. now.
1: Yeah, no, that's great. And have were you? You said that you like you've been thinking about youth ministry. Did you volunteer in youth ministry before you went into vocational ministry or was, is this your first time yeah, no, it did doing youth ministry? Yeah, I
2: did volunteer. Work. Yeah, was a youth leader for about four years initially and then went to a bunch of churches that were new, so church plants of sorts. And typically, they don't often have youth straight away. And so, yeah, really yeah. had a gap there and missed it for a while. I think that was good for me. It really built my built my craving to get back into youth ministry <laughs> and get away from adults.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's a good sign if you're out of the game and then you want to get back in rather than you're out of the game and like, oh, i well, glad that's over. Yeah. So it's good. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Good to know what you want to be back in. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, so when you turned up, was there a youth group running when you got, got to the church? Yeah,
2: so when I got to, yeah, Campbell Street, Um, in Balmain, there was a youth going. And it was a really unique. I think that was a big part. Yeah, I'd say it was a big proponent for me taking on this role, is they had a youth that had kind of hung in there for years, but they'd had this changeover of volunteers essentially running the youth. But they had Mm. maybe close to 20 or so kids that were pretty regular, and most of them wouldn't call themselves Christians. So they were yeah, they'd all gone to, and that's the current landscape of youth for me now, is most of them went to the same primary school. They've all gone to somewhat different high schools. And so youth on a Friday night's this opportunity to all come together and hang out. And so, yeah, I heard about this and thought, gosh, firstly, my heart thought, well, how good would it be for them to have someone, not me, I think that's the problem, but have someone consistent and... So, yeah. yeah that was that was kind of what I jumped at initially, is the thought of just being a regular face for a few years at least, so yeah, yeah it's good, it's great um,
1: and so you've got you had about twenty when you turned up. I think you told me that you've you've grown a bit this year, is that right?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, at least especially more recently in the last few weeks, but over the first term. And don't blame them at all. I think they were just sussing me out. Youth was just trying to work out, yeah, yeah. well, what's what's he <laughs> going to do with this space? And obviously, having no prior knowledge of how youth was done, I kind of just thought, you know, I'm going to come in and do it the way I've always loved or wanted to see a youth done. And so I did. And yeah. they're pretty good with that. They're pretty flexible with just going, whatever, you're, you're running it now. What do you want to do? And I think after the first term, they went, all right, well, this is what it looks like. Got a bit of familiarity. Got to know me a bit more. Then, um yeah, then this next term, second term of the year, they've started really just inviting some friends. And, yeah, and we've invited 11 friends have come along this term. And towards the end, we really had a handful of those be regular. So, yeah, we had close to 30 one night this term. And it's just been yeah, exciting. I, I think the big thing in it is even if those kids who did come for the first time and did hear the gospel, which I thought, beautiful, like mm. there's nothing more I want really from this time at youth, but even if they didn't come back, I think it was just an encouragement to know that those who are core and central at youth felt comfortable enough to invite someone and wanted yep. to. And I think that alone just yeah, has yeah. Yeah, it's warmed my heart, Tom.
1: <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great when it happens. Yeah. We had um we we don't it's, we don't get a lot of youth in my youth group coming along. What well, no no we don't get we get youth. We don't get a lot of youth bringing friends mm. um to my youth group, which is something that okay. I'm trying to figure out how we how we do that. Um but I know that when when youth do come uh, for some of our youth when they invite a friend, they feel like it's a bit stressful because they're like, "What is going to happen here? That's going to embarrass me in front of my friends." Yes. There was one time when we had a an event where um, it was it was a photo scavenger hunt night, and they one there were a lot. We had a lot of visitors that night, and we prayed at the start, and then at the end, we prayed for some leaders at the end uh, who were about to get married mm. the following mm. week, and so and one of the. Kids who brought their friends. She was like, "What? Two prayers? I thought it was only going to be one prayer." <laughs> <laughs> I was very stressed out. There's twice as many prayers as expected it's at the youth group. Not what I signed um, up
2: for. That's a funny. It's a funny way of thinking, <laughs> isn't it? I'll come to youth, and you know what? I've got a capacity of how much Christian stuff's going to happen, <laughs> and two is too much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> two is too many That's prayers. Great. Um, oh, wow. Anyway, so. You have got this um, youth group. You turn up. Mm. You start running things the way you've been thinking it would be good. What What does the structure look like at the moment for your youth mm. group? Like on a typical <laughs> week, if I came to your youth group, what would what would happen?
2: Yep. yep. And I think it's really found its rhythm, which is nice. So, and because I was really just throwing out the feelers at first, I thought, let's see how we. The first term we did Alpha Youth, for example, and so, yep, it's a seven we start at 7 pm go through to 9 that's a bit new last year i think it was it was shifted an hour earlier than that but i don't know the, the crew i looked at the the years that people were coming along to youth and i thought you know what they um they're old enough they can handle a <laughs> 9 pm finish and so moved it to 7 yeah. 7 to 9 they'll get there i I thought, you know what, surely we can have pancakes every week. So, there's pancakes every Friday. A different parent puts that together, oh, um, yeah. which takes the effort off our team, which is really nice, which is a big team. Are
1: they um, Are they shaker pancakes or are they like homemade yeah,
2: well, pancakes? Yeah, good question. I'm pleased you clarified because it matters, doesn't it? If a parent <laughs> forgets, it's me doing them, so it's shake and bake, yeah. Um, yep. But some of the parents are chefs even. So, like, yeah, there's been some crepes. There's been there's been a lot of love put into these pancakes, which is beautiful. So they turn up at seven pm, the pancakes and the kids, um, and it isn't till about seven thirty or seven twenty five that we kick off. We've got quite a few that come in a bit later. That's one of my struggles a bit, and I think it's probably age old with ministry of the later you start it, the later people come. So maybe I need to start, you know, the time together. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they enjoy ping pong and pancakes. So I let that go. But 7.30, we'd move into an all-together time. What did that What that would look like? Cause we've just got couches. We've got a, a crypt, so a basement type set up at Campbell yep. Street. And, yeah, I'd do a quick few announcements. Um, I play a few games, one of which I do regularly is called Stitch or Ditch, I made it up, but I thought, how do I em- ditch? evolve something that <laughs> – this is me attempting to be young, eh, or at least relate. So <laughs> um, essentially what Stitch or Ditch is is it's, I get a, a reel, a, a Facebook or a Insta or a TikTok reel that's somewhat yep. um, redoable. And so I download these reels, yep. I play it, and then I pick people and I say, you've got an option – you have to get up here and reenact that reel you've just watched. So give it a red hot crack. It might be a yep. dancing one. It might be acting. It might be just an emotional speech or something like that. You've got to redo it. Yep. Or you can ditch it. But if you ditch it, then I've got a list of, I get to ask you whatever personal question I want. <laughs> and so yep. that's essentially it. And I've got a list of personal questions there. And so they either have to just, well, either How way, they just get embarrassed. <laughs> Um, is it,
1: what, what's an example of your personal questions? Yeah, one
2: I asked just on Friday. I wonder if it's crossing a few boundaries, but I said, what's the ro- most romantic thing you've done before?
1: Oh, um, that that's a personal yeah, question.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. And so, yeah, one of the youth girls gave it a red hot crack explaining that. And, yeah, I don't know, you kind of left. It just I want to try and break it down and just – Get embarrassed. I just want everyone to be embarrassed. Essentially, is the, gap, is yeah. the goal of stitch and ditch, um, and so we do that for. Is there is it
1: is the stitch? If you do stitch the stitch of the stitch and ditch, one is that stitch like on a reel or a TikTok. It's like stitch incoming, and you do like you know yeah yeah exactly. Yeah, like, is, that, is that the uh, and, and do you play it at the same time and they're doing the same thing or do they have to watch it and then do, exactly. do um, the real?
2: No, no, it is you play it and they do it at the same time. So that helps, I don't know, yep. the music. comes. So that's on the screen there. And so they'd stand in front of the screen and face everyone. Um, yeah. So up the front essentially and the screen's behind them and then I just hit play again. Yep. And so in comes the audio and the, whatever, the music the whatever, and they give it a red hot crack and it's often... um. Love it. Yeah, often abysmal. I love it. That's great. <laughs> um, so that's just a little time that we've done, and and I've really kept it in there. Kids have loved it. So Good. give it a crack if you're thinking about it or if you need something new to do up the front. And then after that, we'd move into a talk. And so, as I said, I did Alpha Youth for the first term. I wanted them to get to know me mm. um, relationally before I'm starting to speak up the front at all. So that's why I did those videos from Alpha Youth, which were good. Um, but the second term, we've done Colossians, jumped in there, looked at Christ mm-hmm. in You, the hope of glory. And, um, yeah, it's been good. Did some talk. And then we So we'd do a talk then in that section, that part of the night, which would go for about 10 minutes. Then we'd move into discussion groups yep. for about 20, to 25 minutes. Um Mm-hmm. and then there'd be a game for the rest of the night. So that kind of takes you – the all-in time takes us um, to about, yeah, 8, eight ten, and then we go for the rest of the night, another yep. 50 minutes of just games and activities.
1: Yeah. And when you do uh, – are you doing all the talks or do you have other leaders who are doing talks? Yeah. I um.
2: Initially, I thought doing all the talks would be great because I could have some consistency over the whole series, but I realised – um, they're overhearing my voice, <laughs> and I, yeah. I um, and I am too. So I uh, ended up just emailing a few parents that I know either are you know a, a speakers or pastors or whatnot. And I thought, how about yeah. I just reach out to them and get them in um, people to be supportive because it's their dad or at least their friend's dad. So I thought that could just be yeah. a good move. So I did get a few of the youths parents um to jump in and do a few of the talks which helped a lot and they did a yeah. way better job than yep. i could so that was great
1: <laughs> fantastic <laughs> and when you do small groups um how what kind of material do you have is it is it pre-prepared is it just a few set questions what's yeah. what's it look like
2: yeah it is a few set questions and that i prepare that week for the youth leaders um Alpha Youth was already done for us, so just took what took their content and ran with it. But for Colossians, just made it up um, based on what the topic was, or at least the passages we were looking at, um, and put some questions together. And generally, I tried to—I went off a little bit of a framework, but yeah, started with a more open-ended yep. question, uh, and then yeah, had about three or so questions that you work towards and the third question would actually have an answer um, and, yeah, and a verse attached to it. So that was kind of the process, pretty simple. Um, And, yeah, and sometimes it's a juggling match, just getting them to actually, it's hard to even get to some of the questions, but um, but they're there. (laughs) And I think, to be honest, I, I really like it when youth leaders can, have the questions there and recognize that, but kind of just start in conversation and be able to Mm. see the conversation through um, instead of just trying to get through a bunch of set questions. So, yeah, that's, but that's the process. It's there for you.
1: Yeah. And are the groups the same small groups every week, discussion groups every week or do they change up?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Good question. Uh, Initially, they were changing up a bit while I was just getting my feet and work feeling the room a bit, working out who's good to put together. But how youth yeah. how Campbell Street Youth is set up a bit is there's quite a a difference actually. There's a whole lot of year eights, so half of the youth would be year eight boys and girls, um, mm-hmm. who are quite young for their age. And then the other half would be year ten and elevens, who are actually quite mature for yeah. their age. So there's there's no year nines and there's quite this disparity or at least there's this difference. And and so I am trying to, if, yeah, if anyone listening in has some good ideas of how to merge those years and those worlds, I'd love help because I actually don't know. They don't love each other or at least I feel like they're at odds. (laughs) And so that's, that's essentially how I've run or gone with discussion groups is I get, we only have three leaders um, inclusive, including yep. myself, and so I get the other two leaders to take the year eights because they're a bit more wild, and so they have two groups, and then I take yep. the ten and elevens or year tens up.
1: So it's, you had a week with three leaders and thirty youth in one on one night.
2: Yeah, that's right. Yep, yep. Three so, leaders and thirty a, youth. That's right. <laughs> Which was um.
1: That's a big night.
2: Well, sorry, it was yeah, it was probably thirty including the leaders, but it was a big night and.
1: Yeah, oh, only twenty-seven. No, it's not. It's not big at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> as long as the numbers are honest, but that should change. What you imagine the night looking like, but um, yeah, that was that was big. It's hard. It's it's tricky, and I think where I'm up to with it, and that'd be a a prayer. Um, I'd love you to pray. But um, essentially, I think there's a handful of the young guys who know we're outnumbered. And I, I think mm-hmm. they're kind of they're responding off that. They know that they can just if they just head in a different direction, where we don't have enough of us to go chasing them, and so they'll come back when yeah. they want. And it's and they don't want to go. They they're, they're on, you know, they're not being sent or forced to come along to you. They come because they want to. But um, yeah, if they get distracted, it's hard to chase them down. So yeah, trying yeah. to navigate that's been tricky, Tom.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it. Yep, I uh, I feel for you. I know know those those feelings. Um, how how do you? So you've you've got a bunch of young people who uh, wouldn't identify as Christians mm. who are coming along. Uh, you have, I assume you have you have some other kids, youth who are some of them like pastors' families. It sounds like yeah, yeah. For some of the youth, that's right. Um, so what do you do to kind of bridge? Bridge the gap between like the the really like you know the kids who have been part of the Christian thing their whole life and other kids who have had very little exposure, I assume. Yeah. To the gospel and
2: yeah, yeah, that's good, Tom. That's a great question. Uh, yeah, I, t- to be honest, probably still thinking it through, still trying to work out the best way there. I don't know if it's my approach tendency or even ecclesiology but i kind of lean towards just making it all um non-christian friendly so mm-hmm. and i figured especially when it comes to youth i'm there going we're all still laying foundations and so whether you've been a christian for yeah. a long time or not let's let's just yeah yeah let's keep it on the gospel and, and not move on and um and if it's simple, then that's okay. We can just do that. And so I do keep it pretty simple and pretty evangelistic um, yeah. each Friday night. And um, yeah, and those that are Christians haven't expressed that that's a problem. They haven't, you know, they seemingly have just accepted. You know what? That's what Friday nights look like. And if I want to, if I want to learn more about the faith or or grow in a different way, then there's other other avenues for that. Um, yeah. For example, we have set up um a six p m service that started as I've come mm-hmm. well that was one of the reasons of coming on board too at Campbell Street is to is to make a regular evening service and that's a perfect little bridge from youth into church life and so and some yeah. of the- some of the Christians from youth would come along to that on a um, Sunday night and so I think they've recognized that that could be the space to to grow whereas youth is going to be very outward facing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, all right, next, uh, next thing you've, I mean, you give us a few already. One great game. Um, you've got what? Have you got any like youth group tips, youth group hacks, youth group games? Anything where you're like, this is, if I could tell every youth leader to try this one out, apart from like obviously like tell the gospel, which <laughs> we're. Uh, yeah. On board with that's a good good hack. good. Um, but yeah, what did, <laughs> what have you got? Yeah, that, you, that we should hear.
2: Okay, that's good. Yeah, I tips makes it sound like I know what I'm doing, so I don't. <laughs> I'm <am>, uh, completely <laughs> making it up as I go. Um, you know what? We my youth hadn't been to kick before. Have you heard of kick conference? No, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have. I know yeah, kick. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, they hadn't been to kick before. I love kick, and I've always thought it was just a an incredible opportunity experience weekend. And so I knew from day dot we went um, close to halfway through the year, so pretty recently, the third kick out of four um, this year. And so the first week of term one, I went, you know what, we're going to mention kick from the get-go, and I'm just going to mention it every Mm. single week. It's, you know, half of them, most of them were tuning out. (laughs) after about three weeks of me mentioning it. But I just hung in there and just went wild with it because I thought, we're going to go to this one and it's not going to (laughs) just, they're not going to come to me and say, hey, I'd like to pack my bags and go away for a weekend (laughs) unless I really sell the vision and and remind them. And so I guess my only, at least, yeah, so far, the only something I've seen really come through is mentioning something from the get-go and just hanging in there even if it sounds like they're not interested anymore um just keep bringing it up keep mentioning it and i didn't get too creative i would have loved to get more creative and going okay you know over the different friday nights go this is what kit can offer on one friday night and mention a different night this is something else they can offer and really have like a uh selling a real package or something but i didn't do that i just (laughs) said this is what it is every single week but it was great because it meant that we had an amazing turnout for kick and yeah um yeah and you know what honestly the most exciting thing that's happened this year is two of my youth kids youth girls in year eight decided to come become christians um at kick amazing that's um, so good on the saturday night and i just i just sat there i was in yeah, I was moved. I was in tears when they um, decided to stand up on that Saturday night. But I just thought part of the emotion was I was there going, I've been pushing for this, believing that this is going to be helpful. Mm. And, and when you see that sort of outcome, you go, yeah, it, it is and it was. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's a tip other than just a you know a formality, but I just kept mentioning that we'll go on a kick. And that, yeah, yeah. and that was really important and helpful.
1: Well, I mean, there's two tips in there, really. One is just keep keep talking about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know that I I mention stuff less than I probably should. Like, I, I'm like, oh, I've said it. I've said it. Like, if I'm preaching, say, which is a slightly different topic, but I'm like, if I'm preaching, I'll like, say, well, I said it, so they should remember. I'm like, no, you've got to keep saying it or people aren't going to remember yeah. it. And then the same with announcing things. I'm like... I'm like, I'm so sick of talking about this. And for people, if you're sick of it, that might be just starting to sink in for them because, mm, um, yeah, they care a lot less about it than you do. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, yep, like, oh, yeah, yep. I think that's um, that um, is a big part of it. It's, um, yeah, that's good,
1: but then, yeah, then your second one is just take them, take them away, take them, which is we've talked about a few times on the podcast, but taking young people to things like Kick, and, uh, I mean, down here we've got VCYC, but there's you know youth camps all over Australia that are worth taking young people to where they're going to hear the gospel and mm-hmm. uh, that experience of going away with a lot of Christians and seeing and hearing stuff that they're not normally exposed to, yeah. um, or the same stuff, but in new and exciting ways, like, make the most of it, because that's one of the ways that Jesus brings people to faith in you yeah. and helps them grow. So yep.
2: Yep. stuff like that. Completely. That's um that's right. The relationship yeah, just currency or bank that was built up over that week. And that's true of I guess that's been age old with church weekend aways, isn't it? But it just was yep. so worth it taking them away and and I can see how the relationships with my youth kids that for those that came were vastly different from that point on. And to yeah. be honest, that's maybe why they started inviting friends, there was that level of trust that came along because it was some of those that came away that were the ones that are now inviting friends and a lot of them to youth. So, yeah, it's cool. It's really good. I do have one other thought, actually. A tip. I think it is a tip, even though I haven't done it for myself yet so find out to tell me what category that goes potential tip (laughs) tip is i just had we ran a movie night and i want to share a story about that actually a funny story about this movie night um but i'll start with the tip ran a movie night and i just uh, for one of the nights this year and there was no content with it it was come hang out have some popcorn and watch a movie and i Remember, just thinking after the night, it was great to have played a movie, and we just went with whatever—a funny, a funny movie—and that's uh, that's the story I'll tell you about in a minute. But um, I did come out of it at the end and go, any one of these kids could probably go back to their home where they've got a better setup, <laughs> a bigger TV, yeah. probably nicer popcorn, <laughs> and I thought, like, <laughs> in one sense, if I'm going to try and compete with youth group as a really entertaining place, they'll eventually move on and find something better. And so I think that has been the slight, or at least something that God's been teaching me over this term is I don't want to move on from the gospel or think that entertaining nights is what's going to actually keep them coming. I want it to be unique to the truth about Jesus and that being the defining Mm -hmm. point. Because if you're going to try and get on the, the playing field with competing for an entertaining night, you're going to lose out. Eventually <laughs> get, there is most definitely going to be more exciting ways to spend a night for them, and especially as they get older. I yeah. do think that. So I don't know. I got kind of convicted there and, I think I, and challenged because I thought for myself, I have just been trying to make these nights more and more entertaining, um, which is good. Like, there's You don't want to throw that out completely, do you? But just to know that entertainment isn't what's going to bring them, um, yeah, it's just anyway, that's a little tip or at least a thought process that I've had this term. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well yeah, and I think the um like the the, the role that your entertaining nights play I, ideally is that because you can't compete on entertainment level, like you already are, like you said, you you they've got probably better TVs at home, and better yeah. popcorn at home, maybe more comfortable people but places to be. But what what you have to offer that you don't get anywhere else is the community that you have. So even if young people aren't coming because they're attracted to the gospel, um, because it's not the gospel's not a not attractive until it is. Like until the Holy Spirit
2: yeah, yeah. works
1: in someone's heart, then it's then it's either it's a nothing to them or it's a turn off. But what people always are craving is the love that you gain in a community that loves the way that Jesus calls us to love yeah, well, and so if we create time. communities that are attractive because we we welcome people and love people the way that jesus calls us to um and we help young people to do the same for their friends then you have uh this yeah this community that is attractive but attractive for something that we can we can ideally if we do it well we can we can be better than uh what they're getting outside the church yeah
2: Oh, that's good, Tom. Yeah, I think that's spot on. That's helpful for me, <laughs> really helpful for me. Uh,
1: you had a story to tell us.
2: Yeah, so I thought, you know what, this is good. Got to mix it up, which I think is part of it. You just got to go have something exciting coming up like that and something for them to look forward to. And so we had this movie night, and I just tossed and turned so much about <laughs> not, yeah, I guess what movie to play. The The older man in me went, let's go – a movie about Jesus, like we have to, like it's. It. And then the <laughs> the young youth kid in me, which I don't know where that kid is anymore, but um, made was thinking, you know what? No, we've got to do something relevant, something fun. The whole point is to have a night, have a night off. Like it doesn't have to keep going there with content. <laughs> oh my gosh, I tossed and turned with this Tom for weeks. So, Case for <laughs> Christ—that's the movie I wanted to play. Mm. Um, and I don't know if you've yep. watched it before, but it happens to be beautiful. It's a bit cheesy, but it's beautiful. And yep. I thought, you know what? This will be great. They'll be weeping at the end of it, but it'll be an awesome opportunity for them to just see someone's experience Perfect. with coming becoming Christian. Anyway, yep. then the night before, I went, oh my gosh, Like, what am I doing? For starters, there's some strong themes that take place in Case for Christ, if you haven't read it or seen mm. it. Um, but... You know, there's marriage breakdown, there's drinking, there's stuff like this. I thought, wow, well, Mm. it's not going to be fully, you know, exempt from, you know, adult themes or topics. Anyway, so I thought, there's this other movie called Love and Monsters (laughs) on Netflix that I noticed was rated PG and it had a lot of good reviews. (laughs) And so I thought, (laughs)
1: hey, this
2: is the way to go. I played played the movie just to do a quick scan. You know, dragged it to halfway through the movie. And I thought, okay, sure, there's some monsters and whatnot, but nothing crazy. Anyway, so I went with that, and I played this movie. Happened to be the night all my youth leaders were out, so it was just me. Got them all in. Anyway, I don't know if you've seen it, but the opening, <laughs> the opening scene for this movie is a sex scene, or at least you know it's an implied sex <laughs> scene. And I just, I dropped. <laughs> I, had a, I had a meltdown <laughs> emotionally and internally. Um, on the outside, <laughs> I was completely together. But I just thought, what have I done? Like, I should have held to my guns here. <laughs> and so I brought this in. And for the rest of the movie, there's, you know, there's swearing and whatnot that goes on through all of that. And I just... <laughs> I just dug my heels and went, let's enjoy this movie. So I just sat back and I ate popcorn and I was the only youth leader there. And I thought, whatever. And they weren't phased. Like, I don't know, they probably all heard something way worse. (laughs) But I just thought, my gosh, there it is, my moment where I thought, be a young man and, you know, (laughs) don't just get stuck in trying (laughs) to put Christian content on. It just backfired. Um (laughs) <laughs> anyway, trusted PG too much, should have watched the whole movie beforehand, but who has time for that? So, anyway, big flop, <laughs> but that was something I laughed about afterwards. Um, and I'm um, yeah, still, still worried about, though. I
1: like it. <laughs> 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 uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a regular problem when you, like, I, I put on films where I'm like, oh, yeah, I've seen that before, there's no problem, and then, I haven't watched it with a youth minister's eye. I've just watched it with a – I'm watching it right. to enjoy yeah. it. And then you watch it again, you're like, oh, my goodness, I completely forgot about that. 100%. And that's, yeah, it,
2: that's, that's it. That's it. I don't know. Yeah, I just hoped it went over and just, yeah, told the kids to, yeah, not mention that we watched a movie tonight and move on. <laughs> um, no, I didn't. I let them go for it. But, yeah, it was just one of those nights and I just think, gosh – they happen, don't they? You just got a swing and a miss of a, of a night. And and in all of that, <laughs> I was the only leader there. So I, was, I gave the responsibility of popcorn to one of the kids, ended up burning every packet of popcorn. I'm like, it's straightforward. Perfect. Put it in the microwave. Anyway, so it was just <laughs> such a flop of a night. But we gave it a shot. I gave it a shot.
1: <laughs> well, look, if you hadn't had it, what would we have talked about for this last part of the oh, podcast that's eh? right so, we've been empty yeah so we we needed it <laughs> uh, i think uh that's probably a good place for us to finish yeah, things because judging by the time frame this is going to be another uh not quite 15 minute episode oh, great. so is that what we should thank you thank you so much james <laughs> Tom, <laughs> it's been great absolutely great no, to Tom. have you
2: thanks for having and, me and uh,
1: hey. we yeah no it's been good we look forward to uh hearing what happens in the future. Maybe we'll get you back on in a few years and if we're still running.
2: See, oh, I hope you are. See how I you've gone. You, I need you to be, Tom. Please be running. Um, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I'd be I'd be honoured to. Thanks for having me on board. I, I love yeah, I love what you guys are doing and I'm really appreciative that there's some voices out there just trying to navigate the same space that I'm in and um and help each other out. Because we sure need it. At least I'll speak for myself. <laughs> I sure need it.
1: Well yeah, we uh, we're very happy to do it. Well, thank you, my Baptist brother. <laughs> that was Jake. I, I know you.
2: Great okay. Presbyterian. That's right. Don't don't get it <laughs> wrong, Tom. Thanks, mate. Really appreciate it. <laughs>
1: that was my. Do
0: you like the transition sound? I did. I
2: also
1: yeah.
0: want you to leave all of this in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Chris, how was that interview? What did you think? Did you love it?
0: Um, if it happened, I'm sure it was great.
1: Was he, were you inspired? Did you cry?
0: Um, I probably did cry at some point in the week of the release of this, but that's more um, <laughs> sheer exhaustion uh, at the end of running our kids program, which I'm currently doing. Pray for us if you think of it. It's, I, this is probably going to come out next Wednesday and I will be at peak exhaustion. Actually, yeah. no, I'll still be peaking. I'll still be on my way to my highest levels of exhaustion. So, yep. Anyway. All right. Um, I'll great interview, Tom, if it yeah. turns out we had one and if it turns out it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good. Well, it's been fun. Yep.
1: I'll uh, see you next week, Chris, for our interview with our already lined up
0: guest. I'm very excited for it. Are we going to record that one now, too? No, no. We're going to actually record it all together. We're going to. Oh, great. Yeah So I don't have to pretend about that one That can just no, be No, you'll just be there Great Do
1: you want some outro music? Sure do Alright Here it comes Can you hear it? Yeah, it's, it's there I can
0: I think the good thing is At least the um, interview will be more coherent Than the intro and the outro <laughs> this week So the bar is low, listener I'm glad you came if you did, in fact, volunteer. Anyway, thanks for listening to our podcast. I'll be back next week. Tom will be back and a special guest. Tune in next time.
1: ChrisNofy.com.
0: Oh, and tomfriends.com.au And nailed it again. If, in fact, this ever sees the light of day.